0: Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast. Your home for all things Spurs! And now, let's join our hosts...
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Spurs News Podcast, I am Sam and for the third week in a row people were setting new records, I'm joined by my good friend Matt.
2: You alright mate, so look, third week in a row that we've done it, do you reckon that means that hopefully Spurs can win a game for the a third game in a row at the weekend? No, no,
1: no, we don't want to get greedy.
2: No, are no, we getting no, greedy? Come on.
1: Yeah, now win- no, two wins in a row should have got us a trophy, we covered this last week, I feel that that's reward should be happening three wins in a row cancelled the season baby we're like the best team ever oh
2: mate do you you remember that I mean I know we've had we had some good runs over the last few years but remember that one when we um, uh, towards the end of the season won the season I think it was maybe possibly this evening's season where Leicester won the title where we like won 13 of our last 14 games. no it was the season before that I think when we was at Whitehall Lane and we just was winning for fun
1: it, no, was I, I, like it was almost like it was
2: become you, boring I, I, to win a game I,
1: I, will, I will tell you that season and it was the season after Leicester won that's me, because right. if you remember we were in a two horse race and finished third yep. due to our collapse mm-hmm. that season mm-hmm. but the following year Pochettino if you remember he was like all through the summer was like steaming angry yeah that's right all yeah. the way through and he was like I couldn't rest I couldn't relax because of what happened at Newcastle on the final day I have not slept properly and you just knew at the end of the season there was no way we were going to repeat that and we went on that run we like Smashed hole like seven. It like Harry Kane came out of nowhere and won the Golden Boots. He scored like eight goals in three. Like that last three games? It was ridiculous, wasn't <laughs> yeah, really. it? Was yeah. cool. Oh man, that was fun. Oh, let's do that again. Let's have some of that, kiddie. Yeah. Like yeah. I would even
2: take half of that at the moment, to be honest yeah. with you, Sam. I'd have a, a, a six-game winning streak. I'd be nice. Yeah, it, is, it,
1: it is so difficult because, like, we're all looking at it and we've all had that fun really recently. So, to be in this kind of transition season, oh, so painful. It's like, oh, come on. You're still, you know, come on. You used to be good. Do stuff. Do stuff, yeah. It's Uh, it's, it's tough. I
2: mean, most rational Spurs fans, and I'd like sorry, to sorry rational
1: rational Spurs fans.
2: Yeah, I'd like to put us two in that bracket. Ah, if I may Oh so. we are
1: the we are the two then. Yeah, there's more.
2: There's more. We 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 get yeah, we get some we get some people commenting, and we like you're in our you're in our rational Spurs fan camp. So we'll, yeah, I know there are some of us out there. There and, are, and it is a transitional season. It really is. It, it this this yeah. it's almost like a. Almost like a right. I know we've, we've, we've been touching distance of the top four and I pray that we're going to yeah. make it to the top four. Yeah, me too. But we kind yeah. of almost need to look at this as a right-off season. And do you know what gave me that feeling as well from uh, Mourinho's point of view that he's almost he's looking at it as a right-off season? It's the uh, the interview he did recently. I know, like uh, with Sky Sports, when he kind of went in quite quite a lot of depth about uh, quite a lot of things. Yeah. He's looking very bald at the moment, isn't he?
1: <laughs> yeah, that dude has got a serious haircut. <laughs> but the funny thing about that, just to, just to touch on it, I've done that where I've basically got fed up of doing my hair in the mornings, which is in essence what he said. Like, ah, oh, such a state. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna clip around I'm just gonna shave it, and he's done it too short
2: because I, I thought that um, <coughs> I'm sure I read somewhere that he said he was at the barber's and he fell asleep and when he woke up oh. they hadn't done it right so he's like just clipper it all off that's not no,
1: how well <laughs> I, maybe I misunderstood that I, I thought he was basically saying he got fed up was like come on let's just take the clip just and get rid it. of it yeah and, and now he looks like we should be raising money for his care he he's, does, done really, well. he's really aged him isn't yeah. it or, or a serious bond villain like he did that interview with Sky Sports, and if at any point you'd gone, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die, it would have just <laughs> fitted perfectly.
2: Do you, do you know this? It's funny as well, and I've always thought this with the, um, the Portuguese accent because it's yeah. obviously quite similar to Spanish, like that. Uh, yeah. But listening to Portuguese people speak, they sound Russian. Do you not think they've got that kind of like? They don't set like it's, if you, um, you if you hear someone sp- uh, from Portugal speaking and you hear someone from Spain yeah. speaking, you, straight away it's not the words that are saying that, that that tell me straight away where they're from. It's their accent, and I always do. Feel do like you mean
1: it, do you mean when they're speaking Portuguese, or do you mean when they're speaking yeah, but, English? But do you not think like? Mourinho
2: sounds a bit eastern european when he talks. It doesn't sound like, uh, the, like
1: I I can't get past com- the him to Benitez. C-
2: Comparing and... to Benitez. Benitez yeah. has got this kind of soft spanish sort of like, you know, very everything's very lovely like the way he talks but yeah. with uh, Mourinho, he, he sounds like he's going to kill you every time like he, he's talking to you. Like he's got Yeah, a, yeah, he's no, no that's scary. Fair. Accent, I, I think
1: <laughs> I think that's very Jose. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, he has that kind of air about him, which is kind of like this. You know, you could wake up with a horse's head in your bed any day now. Yeah, he's got a yeah. sinister
2: feel to it, and then maybe that's why he wins so many trophies. He just scares the life out of the players. Like if you if you don't win, like, hey man,
1: if it works, you know, I'm, it works, I'm, I'm all I'm all aboard the kind of let's let's do it. You know, if if you're gonna hire the devil, you've got to let him do his tricks Absolutely. and see what happens.
2: Absolutely. But yeah, anyway, uh, back to my point. So uh, yes. in, in the. Interview he had he he did come out and say didn't he that he he wants to wait till the summer like July that's when you're yeah. going to start seeing what I can do so he's almost like yeah. I just need to get this half a season out of the way and then I can really work
1: yeah. on this team and really yeah show I mean what I'm made of, he, you know? he's he's absolutely right and we touched on that a little bit last week where I said to me all I'm trying to do now is find green shoots you know like players like you know Jaffa Tanganga that's a massive plus for us that we've discovered him this season. Yeah, discovered him sounds daft. but he's been given that opportunity and he's clearly able to step up to that level I mean that's massive that's probably saved the club 30 or 40 million in the summer in signing a new central defender that, that, that's huge you know that, that's why we have that academy there Um, and, and he's a really talented lad and it's just so funny that you have that manager in Mauricio Pochettino with this unbelievable reputation for developing young players and yet the reality was very different once he was in at the club for a long length of time. You know, it was like the youth, the youth kind of all stalled under him really. Mm. And yet Jose, who's got this <laughs> reputation of pure, no, every young player should leave the club immediately. You're never going to get a game. You're never going to develop, you know, and he's brought this guy into the team and he, and he's been phenomenal. And he's, been a real breath of fresh air, which helps everybody really. You know, just his enthusiasm to go out and play for Tottenham is—you can see it lifted everybody around him, which we desperately needed.
2: Oh, I, I loved. Was it the was it the Middlesbrough game when uh, after the game when he's been interviewed and he said, mm. "I just love." Love playing. Yeah, yeah. first team football. He, he wow, absolutely he, loves it, doesn't he? You know? Yeah, you
1: got this kind of like they were like, Oh, you know, you're playing out of position. He was just like, I'm playing. I don't care. You <laughs> play me anywhere. Right back, like, yeah. left back, give me the damn gloves. <laughs> I will play for this club. Give everything. It's fantastic, yeah. Isn't it? Oh, it's great and it does give such a massive lift. So um that's me this season really. I'm just kind of looking for and you know, the new sign in Steve Bergwine. Is it Bergwine? Bergwine, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's scored a goal on his debut. I I mean, for us to sign a player, for him to come straight into the team and for him to do something is kind of never heard of. So that was great. How many, <laughs> um,
2: how many times have you watched the, uh, the the game on replay, that Man City game? I think I've, um, I'm up to about I've 30 watched, or 40 now.
1: I've watched the goals. I haven't watched the game because although it is funny to watch us get battered when you know we've won the game, yeah. just like, ah, oh, look, they missed another one. Ah, oh, look, they missed another missed
2: one. Missed the penalty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I I enjoy the goals and also the main thing I like that the Steve goal, he did it right in front of that stand. Yeah. I mean to on your debut I cannot imagine a bigger feeling than when that ball because when it left his foot he knew and he kind of ran one way. And then, as the crowd have just roared, he like ran back round and ran back the other way. He was just in this kind of headless chicken. I don't know where I'm going, (laughs) but I'm excited.
2: It's it's funny because I know I I mentioned before a couple of podcasts ago. I I have my moments of contemplation when I'm at the ground. Yeah, and it's one of them. And I know it's it's ridiculous, and it's just my personality. But when I got to choose my my ticket uh, uh, at the new ground. I was yeah. like in phase five or phase six, so most of the south had gone, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I like, I, I really want to sit in the south desperately yeah. because it just is an amazing stand, but I'm going to be two, three, four rows from the top, and what's the view going to yeah. be like? So in the end, I, I, I sort of plumped for the north, and. I don't get me wrong. Right? I've, I've sat in that south. I, I sat in the south when we played Man City last season, when we beat them one 0 in the in the Champions League, no, when Sonny it. scored that goal. So I, and that was in front of the south, and it is amazing. But I do, and, and maybe I'm just saying this to make, make myself feel better. But I do yeah. like sitting in the north from the point of view that I get to see the south and hear yeah. the noise from a distance do you know what I mean because if, if, yeah, if, you, yeah. if, you, if you're in it and you're producing that noise it's fantastic but where you can listen to that wall and hear it from the other side of the stadium yeah. it is such it's, it's one of those things where it, obviously people who understand, understand have been to, the, been to a game there but you, you cannot Explain it unless you've been there. That, that no. the noise that's made from there. Once they start no. singing, it it gets the hairs on your back. It is insane. Time.
1: I mean, the thing that I, I think the thing that highlights it the most people is every time you watch a game on TV and there's a new commentator, like someone who's not been there before. Yeah they always mention it and, and that to me is always a true sign of something it's like they you always hear them go wow yeah. like you know that yeah. noise and they're like Look, we are halfway down we're on this gantry and whoa yeah. yeah and and you see the ones who've been here before like oh it's your first time in the you know yeah kind of like oh yeah that that is something and uh, you know, you have got to give credit where credit's due. The design and everything, yeah, yeah. It was a bit late on what they wanted it to be, but wow, I mean, they, they've done an amazing job. They, they really but, have.
2: I mean, I, I, one of one of um, it's funny enough. Funny we're talking about it, one of the uh, Spurs. What's that group's I'm in? Someone mm. shared a, a a post. It's like a twenty second thing uh, for me and Wright's page. And I don't know if it's oh, our, yeah. I don't know if it's old. They just grabbed it as an old thing or it's a recent thing. But they only posted today, and it's him mm. at the at our stadium. And 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 I don't know if have you seen it. Maybe it's not old. Maybe it's a recent thing. I'll I'll, I'll send it to you uh, a bit later, mate. But he just he's in the the, I think he's in the kind of the the the, uh, bit where they commentate or somewhere around there, and he's going. Oh, and you could just see his face. He's like, I'm so jealous. Right, and he he walks out. He walks out onto the stadium, and and you could just see the pain on his face because he just he absolutely he's amazed by the stadium but he's a diehard so it's really hard to like say this is amazing but he is and he just he has to he
1: he, he is he is Arsenal and the thing I like about Ian Wright and you know people cannot like him because he's Arsenal whatever but the thing I like about him is he is Arsenal he's unapologetically Arsenal but whenever someone asks him for an opinion or something, he's always balanced. Yeah, I agree
2: with like, you. Like,
1: yeah. like if someone, like if he's a pundit on something and Tottenham's on, they ask him for something, he'll be like, "Oh, I hate to say it because I'm Arsenal, but I think this, this, this." You know, and, and he'll come out with stuff and he'll do it, and you can see sometimes he's like pained, like "Oh, I hate to say it, they look great." Yeah, yeah. And and that, and that's great. I like that. Um, you see other ones like smith on commentary sometimes and you're kind of like really dude are you even watching the same game Mm. what you know keon's the worst i mean
2: that guy i mean He, he doesn't even hide it does he
1: no and and you know it's like okay you you are what you are but when you when you're like when you're a company you're hiring these people and you're doing stuff surely you want them to be a little bit more uh, balanced in what they're saying, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's awful. But now I will look that up. I did just do a quick Google. It does appear to be from today. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so it's yeah. recent, right, right? There's there's a hitc news thing from six hours ago. Uh-huh, so yeah, it must right. be today. So yeah, yeah, send it to me when we're done. Yeah, well. um, mate. Obviously, we got a lot to talk about. Um, one of the things I wanted to do straight off the bat, if you didn't mind, is I wanted to go to our Facebook page and get some comments and questions from people there. Let's
0: go and now it's time for your comments directly from our facebook page
1: okay so our facebook page we put a post out there uh apologies if you missed it uh basically the post is just like you know if you've got any questions or comments you want to hear us discuss on the show uh put it on there um The first one we have is from Kevin McPherson who says, how much do we get if Pochettino goes to Man United this season? Um, I don't know the financial figure on this, but I don't think that'll ever happen. I think if he goes to Man United, it'd be this summer. And the main reason for that is, is this season, I'm fairly confident technically he's on gardening leave, which means they'd have to negotiate with Daniel Levy to speak to him. From the summer, they don't.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'd like to put a lot of money on him being at Man United come the summer. It looks pretty obvious it's going to happen, doesn't it?
1: It looks massively obvious. I feel. (laughs) Now, this situation, regardless of what you know, the club, anybody, I always feel a little bit for the manager who's in situ in these situations because, you know, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer loves that club. And I don't think anyone can doubt he's doing everything to the best of his ability to to move them forward. And he is being shafted because... Like, look at Bruno Fernandes. That's a great signing for him. I No doubt Oli would be like, yeah, that's a great signing. But that was one of Pochettino's top targets. Mm. And they've gone and signed him. Um, you look at the players they're being linked to, like Jaden Sancho, who, who desperately wanted him when he left Man City. Pochettino. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like he's directing things from afar... And the you know the club are putting the building blocks in place you know already you know they signed Harry Maguire last summer so they got a big strong centre half which Pochettino likes to build around at the back you know put a ball player next to him Pochettino's happy it, it's all just you know he's got the the rush out shot stopping keeper and De Gea like he had with Lloris it, it's it's all very much the building blocks are there and if you look at those two fallbacks they've got. I mean, they got the young kid in the academy pushing him now, but Shaw at Southampton under Pochettino was phenomenal. Mm. So if he gets him back fit and playing like he did then, he'll be the best left back in the country. And then you've got wan on the other side. He'll have his two powerful, strong running full-backs again. All the building blocks are there. I I mean, it's going to be a bit painful seeing him manage another club in England, I've got to be honest with you, but it, it's it's all there. Um <sighs>
2: It, yeah, I mean, I, I I know exactly what you mean. It's it's almost like like seeing an ex girlfriend with uh, with another bloke, and it's like yeah, yeah, it's a far
1: pain... a far richer bloke. Yeah,
2: it's painful. But what makes what kind of makes me it, what lessens the pain slightly is the fact that we've got Mourinho. And look, I, people can argue about whether he's had his day and that, but I still think we've got a guy with such pedigree. And and he, and if if he'd really, you know. It, 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 saying earlier about him wanting to start from the summer really if yeah. he can really get this club to a level that he wants then as painful as it is seeing Potts being somewhere else then i kind of think well well as long as we're all right with who we've got then yeah you know it's something we are to have to deal with isn't it i guess
1: the the, the plus side as well is daniel levy is very much about um uh optics is the right word he doesn't like it when things happen that make him look bad so he knew when he fired Potch, he knew he had to hire someone with a brand because the squad wouldn't be happy losing Potch and being replaced by, you know, right, uh, David, David Moyes. In. Yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. David Moyes. Um, pleat is coming as a caretaker for oh, a bit. Oh, God. He knew that if he was going to pull that trigger, he had to bring in someone with serious name recognition mm. straight away. Mm. And I think he knows when Mauricio goes to Man United, which I think everyone kind of knows now is happening, he knows that he's going to have to do some stuff in the summer to make sure fans at this club aren't all looking at Man United all the time going, there's our real boss, look at who he's signed, look at what they're doing. Mm. He's going to need to do some stuff here. Um, so on the plus side, I think perhaps his ego might drive him to back Jose that little bit more if is at Man United fingers crossed mate just, well just, just a little observation from me anyway but Kevin hopefully that's answered the question um, Stefan Cruz Alvarez also known as Stefan Stefan says oh god please don't mention Delhi." we'll come <laughs> on to that um, he says my question is simple do you think the winter break will actually help that much bearing in mind some teams still have the FA Cup duty here you go mate I'll let you run with that one
2: it's one of those ones I think with the winter break that it, it can break uh, a kind of uh, what's the word? You know, when a, when a team's on a kind of momentum, momentum. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. But we haven't got any, sab, so really, no. it's not. <laughs> if anything, I mean, like, it might create some momentum for us. So who
1: knows?
2: So from the point of view of where we where we've been the last few weeks, and you know, I'm actually yeah just being on this winter break. I mean, if if we'd have been on a run of like winning six, seven, eight, or nine games in a run, then yeah, probably we should. You know, we could probably do without this winter break. But look, I think. I know we. I know we won the the, the two games before um, the winter break, the Man City game uh, and the FA Cup game. But it's especially, well, both of them really. I mean, yeah, both of them. We were the, we weren't the better side. I mean, Mourinho sure. admitted this with the Southampton one. The better side lost, you know. Yeah. And the Man City one. I mean, we could have been three four nil down at half time. I mean, look, we won both the games, but mm. we've not been playing particularly well. So, no. look, maybe this is what we need. It, it, I say things can't get worse because I know we're not, you know, we're fifth in the table or sixth now in we but, you know, we're doing fairly well in the, we're, we're there or thereabouts on the table. Yeah. It's not like we're in the relegation zone or anything, like, you know, no, so, no, so, so no, I know, we're, I'm we're not, not West Ham. I, yeah, so I don't want to say things could get any worse because they're absolutely dreadful at the moment, but things aren't particularly great, you know, and, it, and, and so hopefully this, this winter break could possibly, you know, give us a bit of a, give us a bit of a lift we need, you know, give the players a bit of a break, because yep. some of them do look tired, and players like Son, who's just been, you know, every game you watch him, he just gives absolutely everything, and you think, I know he's a youngster, but he's yeah. still a well, human not, being, do you know what I mean? And
1: Not not that young anymore, mate, 26, Well, uh, compared, pushing, compared, pushing, on.
2: Compared to us, mate, for, from our point yeah. of view, he's a youngster, yeah. he? do you know what I mean? Oh yeah,
1: to me, proper whipper yeah, <laughs> whippersnapper. I mean, to you, he's a baby. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I think Stefan's getting that. Do you think it's going to have an impact on the players' fatigue levels and stuff like that? Because one of the things I read, which is quite interesting, is like, well, you have this insane Christmas period in this country, which we do. And I think as fans, we all love it. You know, the, the fixture is like game after game after game. I mean, I personally love the Christmas fixture. It's ridiculous, isn't like, it? Like, yeah. It piles up, yeah. yeah, But the, the players every year, and it is every year now in the Premier League, that we're losing top players you know Kane was a victim of the Christmas fixtures Uh, Rashford at Man United uh, you know the list goes on so is that down to uh, you know managers need to manage their squads better la, we need another centre forward Daniel if you're listening (laughs) or is it a case of because I mean I don't know what you think about this but I have very little sympathy for the richest clubs in this country, with these massive squads moaning about fixtures, like you know, look at Man City. Man City could field a second string, which would probably still finish in the top half of the Premier League.
2: You only know, got to look at this subs bench, I mean, they've I got about, like, normally got about two hundred millions worth of players just on this subs bench, oh,
1: oh, and the rest, yeah, mate. You know, modern. You think about. You know, modern prices on players. I mean, you look at their bench some weeks, it's like, oh, this week they've done a little bit of rotation on the bench. They've got Aguero, Kevin De Bruyne, and you're like, Oh
2: Jesus off. Christ, isn't
1: Yeah, leave it off. <laughs> We've got Skippy, bring yes, it on. Exactly, yeah. Um, and that's no disparity to Skip. Love the guy. Yeah. And he and he listens.
2: But so. he's but he's no Kevin De Bruyne yet. <laughs> uh,
1: but no, not yet. Not yet. No yet. But you will. Just don't go ginger. <laughs> um so yeah it's I, i'm not sure you know you have that christmas period and then you have this break could that be that you know teams can push it a bit push it a bit because they know they got the break coming uh i don't know uh, i mean sports scientists would be analyzing the hell out of it and when the premier league meets at the end of the season if we've got it again next year then it'd be because all the clubs gave a thumbs up saying yeah it helped mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah. we'll have to wait and see I yeah guess. sure uh, the last of the three questions or topics is Simon Whiteman says, do you see Ben Davis at Spurs beyond this season? Fullback is a position that we need strengthening. As we all know, Ben Chilwell would be my pick, although that would be an expensive one. Um, what do you think?
2: I wouldn't mind just seeing Ben Davis full stop. <laughs>
1: yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Where's he I think gone? He, I think he's going to make the Villa game. Oh, is I, he really? I think, um, yeah, I think he's, I mean, he's been back training the whole break. Um, and, you know, we know that Jose really likes this kind of system where he can push Sir Jurrier forward and play with, like, a three. And that suits Ben his game down to the ground. Mm, mm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to be back for Villa, um, whether he's... You know, up to full speed. It's probably going to take him a few games. But... I
2: think. I think the the, the thing is with, with us, especially you know, you, you mentioned it earlier with Pochettino if he goes to Man United and the way he likes to play. Yeah. Ben Davis was never one of those fullbacks, was he? He he, no, ne- he never no. fit into Pochettino's kind of um, system, if you like. But uh, you know, I, I think he's a good player. You, you know, and yeah. It, I,
1: it's funny because like you just said that, but like um, he was signed by the club under Pochettino. And also, um, Pochettino wanted him to have a new deal and wanted to keep him around. And I think a lot of that ties into Pock's desire of having a smaller squad. Like, if you've got Ben Davis there, you've got cover on the left side of centre-back, you've got the option to go to a three-man defence with him playing that left-sided centre defender, and you've got a decent, solid left-back. Mm. He's never going to set the world like bombing. You know, he's not that bombing forward Danny Rose was 15-16 season. That's not his game at all. But as cover, stepping in, I've I've always really liked him. I've always really rated Ben Davis. Um, I think whether he's still with us next year will greatly depend on how he performs for the rest of this season and also what Jose wants to do going forward. It appears, just from the way he's been setting us up um when the players are fit enough, uh he wants to go a four 3 free, free. Mm. um if that's the case, I wouldn't be surprised if Ben's our first choice left back going forward, yeah because he'll want that defensive platform you know solid and then a three and a three, you know with the idea of being okay, the back four is solid, therefore I don't need to put that d m in there. I can play free players, you know you could play. Winks Undombele and Celso in the three, and then Burgwine, Sonny and Kane in the three ahead of it. Mm. I mean, that's that's quite a frightening, you know, from an attacking standpoint. That could be quite an a, a quite a frightening proposition. The issue we've had, and it's been all this season and the back end of last season, is defensively we just look all over the place. Yeah um i mean i I do genuinely believe if anyone can sort it out jose can um but we 'll have to wait and see i guess
2: yeah he, he's always i mean it's 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 no secret the way uh, uh Mourinho jose Mourinho sets up it, it's like we 're not gonna lose that 's the way he sets up yeah. isn 't it you know we 're not gonna lose it's it 's not that kind of gung ho let 's absolutely destroy him it 's like right first of all we 're not gonna lose and then from there you know, let's see yeah. how we can how we can win these yeah. games. You know, so yeah. and it, and look, it's worked for him, hasn't it? I mean, the guy, yeah. guy's it's a it, like third or fourth highest trophy winner of all time in, in yeah. management. So it clearly works. You know, so yeah. let's, let's no, see if it works for us. I'm with
1: you. I'm with yeah. you, man, completely. Um, so one one of the things in amongst this segment, because that's all of the questions now. Uh, Stefan brought up is don't mention Delhi. <laughs> um, so I'm going to mention it. Um, <laughs> delhi Alley's been in the news delhi alley um so let, let me run through the facts first of all because we we posted the story uh, the daily star broke the story um because a video got leaked and they ran it and so let's let's run through the facts because when we posted this there seems to be this overwhelming belief that If a story comes from the sun, the star, anything like that, you can just disregard it. Now, don't get me wrong. I know where you're coming from with that, but there are times where you actually need to read an article, um, i.e., does it say, we have heard? Does it say, from our sources? Or does it say, here's a video of it? And that's what this one says, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which is a video of Delhi uh, in an airport, um, zooming in on a gentleman, uh, of Asian, of Asian appearance, and then uh, typing because there's a Snapchat video. You know uh, the coronavirus is going to have to be faster than that to catch me, and then zooming in on hand sanitizer. Basically, the insinuation being that this gentleman's got the coronavirus because he's Asian, and but don't worry, Delhi's got a face mask on and he's got hand sanitizer. He's going to be fine. Now Delhi sent this via Snapchat to a group of friends. And I'm doing air quotes here for friends because one of these people, who Delhi obviously considered to be friends, who he could make jokes like that with, has then gone and sold it to the press because the video appeared on the Daily Star within like 12 hours of of Delhi doing it. Delhi immediately deletes it, you know, realizing, oh crap, what have I done? Um, and issues an apology. Uh, again, a video apology saying, no, wasn't thinking. Now I've had time to think about it. I completely realised why that was inappropriate. I'm sorry for the offence it caused. Um, so I've laid out, that's the facts. That's that's not me hyperbole. That's not come from the press. Or anything like that. Those are the facts of what has happened. And they are facts because I've watched the videos. <laughs> Both yeah. the video of what he did and his apology. And I've also read the statement from his agent, which goes into a little bit more detail describing what he did and why he you know why he's apologizing. So those are the facts, man. Um I don't like me personally, we posted that information on our Facebook page and then in the comments, because what we do with the Facebook page is we post Spurs news. That's us. So if the news is good, we post it, if it's bad, we post it. And it comes from the press, and we always quote a source. So this was a story from the Daily Star. Here's their story, bang. Then in the comment page, the admins, who are all just Spurs fans, me, Matt, uh, Dan, Nora, we're, we're fans. We will give an opinion, you know, like all the fans do, like we encourage everybody to do and get engaged. My opinion on this was that was a really silly thing to do. Only last week on the podcast, I was talking about how I felt he really matured and how, you know, you could give him the band. you know, his post-match interviews have been really great. You know, he's talking with a level about him and then he does something to me, which is just a bit stupid, mm. a bit naive. So, so my point of view was a bit dis- you know disappointed in him because it's a daft thing to do, um, you know, but move on but yeah the general reaction um from people to my opinion on that um one was uh, kind of hostile um people attacking me because they felt i made it up I'm like what i don't know where that i don't know where that came from you know spend 30 seconds on google you can find the damn thing i i don't understand where that came from and then two uh you know being being accused of being a snowflake lefty this that and the other oh, you know, people got to be allowed to make jokes nowadays. I'm like, seriously, I I make inappropriate jokes. I think it's a very British thing to do when there's something serious to make jokes about it. It's like how we cope in this country, you know, it's, it's yeah. something we do. Um, so I, I get it and I completely understand it. And I also get that sometimes you can say something and go, oh, you know what, that was a bit, yeah, that was a bit close to the knuckle. I wasn't attacking Delhi, calling him a racist. I don't think he is. I think he did something stupid and naive, and that, that, that to me was like the end of it. I I don't understand the kind of pile on that we've had, um, and and the kind of folks outrage over it, and and the, the attacks on us as admins. I mean, we're even getting messages to the page calling us disgrace of Spurs fans for <laughs> posting it.
2: I saw that,
1: and I'm like. <laughs> It's in the news. This is Spurs news. He's a Tottenham player. He's in the news and we've posted it. Like no one attacks us like if Delhi score you know, Delhi gets commended for doing something in the charity. No one like has a pop at us for posting that, you know, but it's it's Tottenham related news. It gets posted in its entirety. We, we you know, what do they want us to do? Oh no, only post good news. Jesus, we're Tottenham fans. We'll only be posting like two results a season.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I I don't get it so so that's the end of my mini rant about it i just don't get the reaction it was really stupid and he's got himself in trouble um you can you can agree with him you can disagree with him you can say it was stupid you can go as far as i know some people do genuinely feel it was racism and i i to me racism is about context like that that to me the legal definition is the use of language use words to be discriminatory against someone that's that's how I view it and I view what he did is stupid a little naive immature and I don't think it had a racist motivation to it but I know a lot of people do feel it did and it's not for me to tell people how they feel the same way it's not for others to tell me how I feel yeah um and because of that the lad's going to get in trouble over it and from my point of view and like just like my final thought on it really is i <laughs> what i what i don't get what i don't understand and what i'm struggling with is the level of abuse we had aimed at us on the facebook page over the whole thing because you know that you you went through the comments i mean you responded to some of them yourself as well cuz i i was just sort of kind of blown away by it but there are people on there just slamming it like this is rubbish, this is made up, you're all full of it. And it's like, what?
2: It's 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 really difficult for me, Sam, because listen, I I'm I'm an ad- admin on the page, uh, yeah. But this is this is your it's like you know there's something that you created, and I'm very wary. I don't want to. Uh, it's difficult because it's it's a difficult role as admin because you kind of want to get your your opinion across, but at the same yeah. time, you know it, it's. You're not there to whine people, people, no, you know, it's, it's a difficult sure. one. But I I, I couldn't help, mate. I just couldn't help making putting comments on it because I just found the whole thing so ridiculous. And and one of them, and, and I was getting a lot, I was getting attacked for this, and you, you may disagree with me uh, about it, about putting it on. But what, what one particular has made a comment, and it's like, I'm just so sick of everyone getting offended by everything. Why is everyone so sensitive? Like, you know, this is just like what's it like yeah. nowadays? And then the end of the post says, uh, "And and, you know what, I'm sick of it, so I'm going to leave the group. So basically what they're doing is they're complaining about people being sensitive and offended by everything. And then proceed to tell us that they're leaving the group because they're upset and offended by something we've posted. Yeah, you've just done exactly what you've complained about. Do you not see the irony in your comment? No. And, oh, and and, no, and I, I put and I, and I put on there, and maybe I was a bit snarky with the way I did it. And I'm sorry, mate, if I did do it like that. But I was just—I yeah. found it so ridiculous. And then I was getting people going. Oh, really, Spurs news? Really? You want to be like? Yeah. But I'm like. The person's told us they're leaving. So to be honest, mate, and I just—it's just me, Sam. But if you are me you're leaving, we'll see you later. Do you know what I mean? We don't need your yeah. drama. No one, no one is forcing you to like our page, right? You know, like no. like you said, we're trying to we be there for people who want to keep up to date with all the Spurs news. And you make you do a fantastic job. You do ninety nine point nine percent of it yourself, right? And you do a yeah. fantastic job of it. You, you know, whenever we play a game you're always instantly with you know if we score if it's a red, yellow card red card Spurs, Spurs News is one of the I, I think and I'm, I know I I'm said I can be biased but I think it's one of the best pages you can go on on Facebook because we're so up to date we're so sharp with everything whenever there's yeah. any news good or bad you're putting it on there so if someone's complaining about um uh, the, the fact they're so offended by everyone being upset I'm leaving mate I'm sorry see you later then you know we we, we, we yeah. Go, go and look, follow another page, we've got plenty of people that appreciate Spurs news, you know
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that has always been my attitude which is, it's been like you know, we've got fifty fifty odd thousand people, 55 thousand roughly, I'm not sure of the number now and you cannot please all the people all the time and I've known that from day one um, you know, right from when me and Dan first started the page, when we started building it, we had a few hundred and then we, we had other pages that kind of merged in with us and stuff and and it was within a couple of weeks, I think, of us hitting a few thousand, we had our first kind of, uh, what's this crap, response to one of our posts. So oh, yeah. it was kind of like, oh, wow, you know, where did that come from? And But we learned very early on that people don't read a lot, of, a lot of stuff. They'll read the first line, or maybe they'll read the first paragraph, and then they will comment. So when you post a news story, like the Delhi thing, which basically the Daily Star opens in their article with racism claims against Dele Ali, blah, blah 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 the oracle then explains what happened and the fact there's a video and the fact there's evidence and the fact it's not made up <laughs> you yeah, know this yeah. really happened but people were just flying into the comments like you know this is bullshit why are you posting this it's like, what? What do you want us to do? Censor the news? Yes, yeah, not the, right. And the <laughs> thing, the thing,
2: yeah, the thing is as well, Sam. They're not reading the story because if you look right, if you look at that post, right, there's about mm. three hundred comments on it, and yeah. about a hundred of them are people going. This is outrageous. Why is just wearing a mask racist? Yeah, I know. But that's not the story. If if, if Delhi Ali is... Sorry, Delhi, sorry. If Delhi is just wearing a mask, and there's a picture of him wearing a mask, that is a non-story. It is. It's a non-story. But clearly, that isn't just what happened. And if you take the time in your outrage to have a look and see why this story what this story is and why it has been deemed potentially racist then you may may not be so outraged and and, and and
1: also you can make your own mind up with facts yes It's, it's the thing again you know it's kind of like I looked at it, I found out, you know, looked at it, found out the facts, and then I made my mind up. Not everyone's going to agree with me, and that's absolutely fine. Like, when I post an opinion on there, I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me, and on a regular basis, I have really great backwards and forwards with people, you know, this is my point of view, that's my point of view, and it's, like, totally respectful, it's just, oh right, okay, well, we're going to agree to disagree, my friend, yeah, okay, you know, come on, you Spurs, and that's the end of the discussion. But like there's one guy on there at the moment, and I'm not gonna name him because I think he wants the attention. He's just plain out straight up abusive. Like and it's just being attacking. Like just attacking, attacking to the point I know he wants to be banned from the page. You know, he's attacking the admins, the admins are this, the admins are that, he's doing it on every single comment any of us make at the moment. He's the one straight on there attacking us. And you know, he's tagging us every time, so he knows we're gonna see it. And like I'm kind of in this thing now where that kind of behaviour typically people just get banned. I don't even think about it. it's like no, you're trolling. You're actually deliberately going out your way to cause grief, cause arguments. You're gone. See you later. Yeah. But then I find out just recently I'm on like a, a an old fashioned Tottenham forum. You know, there's there's a few of them still kicking around. You know, the old guard, all the ones that claim they're in the nose <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like that. And and then you got these guys on there who are like oh you know I got banned from Spurs News because the admin didn't like my, you know, didn't like my truth. It's like, nah, mate, you got banned because you're an absolute asshole.
2: Idiot, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and,
1: you know, you got banned because you said this. And a load of people just dived on him in this forum. It's like, well, yeah, if you said that on my page or if you said that in here, you'd get banned. Yeah, yeah. Um, But so I I came away from it just thinking, do you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore because clearly it's a badge of honour. Clearly it's like, oh, look at me, I'm, I'm Bertie... Big balls, you know. People can't stand my, can't handle my truth.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, the guys, the guys a complete cockwomble.
2: Yeah, he yeah, absolutely is. Do, do you know what? My, my, my. Th- I've been trying to, um, what's the word? Like, uh, anal- analyse or kind of, yeah. Just think about what's happened. Like that's that's what I'm like. I, I, like you. I'm not just going to go instant angry or you know instant one reaction or the other. I just want to no. look at look at all the facts and work it all out, right? So, yeah, my opinion. Probably similar to yours is is that I don't think Delhi was being intentionally racist. I don't think he was thinking, no. "Let's do something racist," right? No. But no. I think what he did was racist, and the way the way I can the way I I kind of work that myself yeah. is that if you flipped it, right? So say the, that there was a virus that was starting in Eng- England, for example. Yeah. Okay. Now I know. D- d- we're very multicultural here, but you'd suggest yeah. that most people are white in in, in England, yeah. right? Wh- Again, white Anglo-Saxon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, imagine it's flipped. So there's a there's a something started in England, and then you've got uh, someone from Hong Kong, for example, who's who's travelling in an airport, and he sees a Polish guy, right? Yeah. And he does exactly the same as what Delhi does, right? Yeah. And and the, and the only reason he's doing it is because this Polish guy's white, right? Yeah. Now. It is it, picking him out because of his race, isn't he? Yeah. Right. yeah so, yeah. so, so it ha, it has got racist connotation. I do, I'm not saying that Delhi was being racist, but it has got racist. That the, 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 there's been a, 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 a he's identified a race, hasn't he, of people, yeah. and it's derogatory to that race. He's presuming because that person is Asian. That, yeah. that that person has got the coronavirus and I know it's a joke and I appreciate it's a joke and I'm not getting outraged and I know he sent it to his friends and like you say friends in inverted commas because one of, one of his so called friends has leaked yeah, it to the star him, yeah, yeah well, that's a prick you know but um, I, I I don't think Delhi was being racist but it is a racist you, thing to do. That's that's the completely,
1: thing. You can completely understand why people are upset about it, and that's yeah. and that's that's my point of view. Like all these people going on about oh the snowflake culture, all this stuff like that. Look, we're in we're in the world that we are in, and I I don't set the rules. You don't set the rules. There are actually no rules. And a stand up comedian, for example, on a Friday night, can go on the stage like Ricky Gervais and say all of these things, make loads of jokes about everything and people will come away from that. And some of the people will be offended by it, but it was all of it was jokes. And everybody knows that you're going to go watch Ricky Gervais, you're going to go watch Jimmy Carr. You might get offended (laughs) because they are pushing that envelope. When you're a sports star, you're someone like a TV star, you're someone in the public eye that kids look up to you are, of course, going to be held to a higher standard than me, you, Joe Blogs on the street. Absolutely. You just are, because that's how society has worked, and that's how it's always worked. You know, years and years ago, people were out, you know, uh, Ron Atkinson... Let's the N-word on ITV football. God,
2: boy, I'm expecting that now. Jesus. Yeah,
1: and he was gone. You yeah, know? he was and, gone. And it was, <laughs> you know, his feet didn't even touch the ground as he was dragged from the stadium, you know? <laughs> he was gone. And and that's that's the reality. But, and this, this is not, you know, and I do not ever want to see the world go back to where it was, but Ron Atkinson grew up in like the 50s, 60s and the 70s where, to be quite honest with you, that word was thrown around as part of normal language. And uh, this is not excusing it at all, but like he dropped that and he bang, he was gone. And that's the the world has moved on and it's moved on for the better in so many ways. Yes. People have that kind of feeling of, Oh, bloody hell. You can't say anything anymore. It's like well, yeah, you can. And it's all about context and where it's said. Mm. I'm, I made a joke on a podcast last week that upon reflection, I shouldn't have made. I, I gave an example of one of my friends who's from Hong Kong, giving me the virus that I've got at the moment. I laughed about it. My mate thought it was hilarious because I've made the joke several times with him. But saying it on a podcast, I shouldn't have said it. And a few people picked up on it and were very annoyed by it. And I said straight away, "Yeah, people are dying from this. I shouldn't have made a joke about it. Sorry." But that's that's it. Uh, to me, that's the end of it. It wasn't, isn't a big deal. It isn't like this massive, massive thing. It's just, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have said that. That was dumb. And to me, Delhi has looked at it and gone, do you know what? Yeah, that was really dumb. Yeah, it was silly. (laughs) Uh, Oh Yeah, yeah, that was dumb. I should not have done that. And he'll learn from it and he'll move on. The the FA, because the FA kind of, uh, you know, set a bit of a, uh, made a rod for their own backs, really, when they went after the lad at Man City for for what he put on Twitter, um, it's quite possible they could give him a ban over it, which would be really frustrating. Mm. But... It's, it's what it is. When you, when you are a role model to children, I don't think encouraging kids to film people they see out in the street, strangers, to mock them is a good thing. Yeah, that's Forget right. racism, yeah. forget anything else. Just oh, that's a guy that looks different to me. Let's film him and make a joke about him. Yeah. It, it, that's I, not on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: and and if, and, it, and I, I know I mentioned this to you when I was just uh, took just the two of us were, were, were chatting uh, via yeah. WhatsApp the other day, but I don't know anyone who's listening can remember it. That that guy, uh, I think it was Vin, Vincenti Spurs, wasn't it? He was a uh, Oh, yeah. I think yeah, he yeah. he wasn't the the brightest spark to be fair, but mm-hmm. I, I can remember uh, that video he did when he was at, it was a game at Wembley, yeah. and there was an yeah. Asian man behind him, and he started yeah. making some really crashed comments yeah. about Chinese takeaway and stuff. Yeah. And it, and it's it's racist, isn't it? He's yeah, being he got
1: banned. He's yeah, he got banned and, yeah, from the club.
2: He's being racist, isn't it? Mm. And I, I I think there's a difference between the two of them because I, I think with, with De, De, Delhi it's just a, a poor taste joke to his mates, whereas that idiot. It was, look, you know, he's found someone of a different race to him. He's going to make yeah. stereotypical comments about that person's race, you know. That is yeah. being outright racist. And
1: you know? he was broadcasting it on, like, a Facebook Live or whatever it is. Delhi was, and like you said, you know, he's making a poor taste joke to his mates. Wow. I mean, some of the jokes I make with my friends, yeah, I mean, if I was a superstar footballer and someone recorded me, I'd be in jail. (laughs) You know? (laughs) We we all we all make stupid jokes and all of us know like it's a stupid joke and like I said earlier on, it's a very British thing. It's a real kind of You know, Blitz Blitz, Gallows humour, like, oh, I'm off home if it's still there. I mean, the Blitz was horrific, but but people made jokes, and that's how you get through horrific things. Uh, It's a really British thing.
2: Yeah, do do you know what it it, it reminds me of? I don't know if you've ever watched uh, Mickey Flanagan's stand up. Uh, I have, yeah. But have you seen the one when he talks about going to America? And uh, no. he's, 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 he said he's in, he's in America. And he, he says, Oh, this guy comes in, and he's, he's got like a, a wig on, and he's going to everyone, all his American friends. He went, Look at that a wig. And yeah. he, expecting them all to laugh and take the piss. Yeah. And they're like, Man, you can't talk about that man's yeah, hair like that. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's like he really just didn't like and he said he, he said, When I'm at home, he said, Me and me Nan were in the pub and everyone he goes, Who should we take out the piss yeah. out of next? you know? Yeah. And yeah, it is it you're is. right, it's a British thing. We we're very like we take the piss, that's what we do in yeah. in, in, in this it country, is. you know. It
1: is massively, yeah, and it is. And it's something I don't think we should ever lose, and I don't think we ever will lose. But at the same time, when people get hurt and offended en masse or we've offended the entire nation or we've done anything, you've got to kind of take that as, a, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, that that was over the line. Yeah. But to me, like, the apology, and it's done. Like, the whole Delhi thing, we posted a story, which included the fact he had apologised, and to me it was done. That mm. was it. I was, I've moved on. If the FA decide to ban him, that's aggravating. But it's one of those things. In the modern world, when you're a role model... That's what happens to you. And I think he knows he'd have to take that on the chin. I mean, there, there was another example, and I will, this would be the last thing I say on it, because I think it, it adds to the example you gave earlier on. And it's, you know, imagine this, you know, you got like AIDS rife in Africa, you know, it's like a big, big thing in Africa. Imagine if he just filmed a black guy in the airport and made an AIDS joke.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do, do you think, you know, do you think people would be as oh let it go it's just a silly joke yeah I don't think so no. imagine imagine um, John Terry did that
2: yeah no you're right you're absolutely right and it's the same thing it's doing yeah. the same thing isn't
1: it yeah and I guarantee you John Terry does the exact same thing every one of those Spurs fans on that Spurs page you were defending Delhi and calling me a snowflake we want John Terry banned yeah I, I, because he's done't play for a club, no. and and, and yeah. it goes beyond that. It goes beyond tribal mentality. This is just a stupid thing he's done. We move on.
2: I, I think. Listen, I know I touched on it a, a, a little while ago, but you tend to find people who call other people snowflakes are the biggest yeah. snowflakes themselves.
1: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, they are. I mean, you you look at Piers Morgan. I mean, he was yeah. he, he likes calling people snowflakes. Yet, how yeah. how upset and offended was he when Gregs brought out a vegan sausage roll?
1: No, nah, Yeah, but that guy's just a. God, I I can't, uh, he's just so aggravated. Um, you know, um, yeah, sorry, you mentioned Piers Morgan now. That's it, my brain's just gone (laughs) on to every worst possible people in the world. (laughs) Yeah, he's awful. I mean, let's draw a line there, I think, because yeah absolute rubbish Um, so one of the other things I want to do this week so drawing a line there is I wanted to give a little bit well not so much a loan update but just like because January window closed I just want
0: to let everybody know where people are do you want an update on our players that are out on loan good because here it is
1: so we now have 12 players out on loan wow
2: we're turning to yeah. Chelsea yeah.
1: yeah oh no they're, they're at like 40 odd oh well we're <laughs> catching up yeah yeah. No, this, this is more where I think it should be I've got to be honest with you this is more this is more like it this is post Pochettino Spurs this is young lads getting football because they need it um But yeah, so uh, in the Premier League, uh, Carl Walker-Peters is at Southampton on loan to the end of the season. Uh, Looks set to make his debut this weekend. Um, Danny Rose is at Newcastle, and he's already made his debut there. He came on as a sub, um, looks to be starting in their next game. Um, Will either of them be back with us for the start of next season? I don't know. What do you think?
2: He's str- I, I know Danny Rose said he's going to see out his contract, but I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'd, I'd be happy to see him sign permanently yeah, for Newcastle. Yeah, to be yeah. honest with you, me, Car- me too. Yeah, Carl Walker Peters. I know we've talked in length about him, haven't we? But
1: yeah, I, I, I think Carl Walker Peters genuinely is going to depend massively on how he does because if he starts showing that same spark again by playing every week. I wouldn't be surprised if the club went, Do you know what? Actually, <laughs> he is a good player. Yeah, there, yeah. And he's still only 22, <laughs> you know, yeah. 23. That's, that's, you know, you've got 10 years. Yeah. You know, let's bring him back. Let's play him. Um, if he unfortunately continues to sort of stall in his development and not really press on despite playing every week or, you know, on a regular basis, then yeah, I, I, I can see us selling him. Uh, Danny, I think we just need to let him go. If Leeds come up, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go to Leeds. Yeah,
2: that's, that's Back actually to good, Leeds. good call.
1: Um, speaking of Leeds, uh, Jack Clark, he's now gone out on loan at QPR. He joins Luke Amos, who was already alone at QPR. Uh, they were both on the bench for the last game, which was on tally. I was gutted. I was hoping I'd catch him. Um, Anthony Giorgio, who you like, is at Bolton uh, in League One. Um, Tim Ayoma is joined Lincoln in League 1. Shiloh Tracy is at Macclesfield in League 2. George Marsh has been joined by Keziah Sterling at Leighton Orient, also in League 2. Jack Rolls continues at Cambridge United in League 2. Armando Chasua is at Atletico Baleares in Segunda Division B. And Brandon Austin has gone out on loan to Denmark, he's at Viborg, or Viborg, I'm not sure how to say it, it's basically their second tier in Danish football. Oh, you can uh, say it, you like them, Sam. Yeah, absolutely, no, 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 no one cares.
0: <laughs> there
1: you go, there's complaints from Denmark, see what you did? You caused me problems. Um. So yeah, he's there and he's played already. He's playing every game. He's their first choice keeper, which is exactly what you want from a loan. Yep. Um. For a goalkeeper, especially now, uh, there will be a loan update again next month. Obviously, these guys, most of them, have only just gone out to these clubs in January. Uh, so in a month's time, I'll do an update. How they're all getting on, um, sort of game time, and see how we're progressing. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Um. Talking of youth players and obviously news. One of our young players, very talented young players, has signed a new contract. And, of course, that is Troy Parrott. He yeah. has signed the new deal, uh, I think, three-year deal. um, well three and a bit, because the rest of this season. Um, He's got a little bit of criticism. Uh, Mick McCarthy, the Irish manager, who's going to be his... You know, international managers had a bit of a pop about it. Have you seen this?
2: Not a happy bunny, was he? He wants wants him out on loan, doesn't he?
1: Well, he wants him out. He wants him playing. Um, I I, I get that. Um, I get from an international manager's point of view, he is probably their brightest spark at the moment. They're kind of real... He he can be a real difference maker for them. Um, But like Robbie Keane, at his age, was playing every single week for Coventry... Uh, Troy's not playing for us at all Mm. so I completely get why he said what he said Um, but I also completely get why Troy signed his deal Um, it's not about you know Mick McCarthy made a real dig about I'm sure he's earning good money (laughs) hello yeah yeah. (laughs) I doubt it sunshine (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know it's just been leaked recently the Jaffa Tanganga's on about 1500 a week playing alongside and keeping other players out of the team that are on, you know, 40 to 50 grand a week. Um, but yeah, Troy, Troy would have signed our usual young hot prospect kind of deal, which is these are your targets. You're earning this. This is your deal. Hit these targets. You'll get a new deal. You get a new deal. I mean, we've all seen it, you know, Josh Olimo, Carl Walker Peters, other players in the past, you know, seem to be signing new contracts every few months. Um, and that was down to the club basically incentivising them, look, you, you hit these targets, you know, deals ahoy. Um But Troy Parra, I think he's signed the deal with the club. I think he's had a good chat with Jose Mourinho. I think he knows that he is going to get some minutes this season. Um, and I think he knows that next season he's definitely going to get a loan to a championship club um, where he's going to play week in, week out. Um I mean, the amount of clubs that were desperate to sign him in January. He is such a talented player. I mean, he's just turned 18. You know, so when he goes out on loan, you know, in the summer, you know, he'll still be 18. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so he's a young lad, still so young, so talented, and he just needs first-team football. Definitely needs it, and that's the difference. He, once he's, Once he's got that under his belt and he's scoring first-team goals... Uh, the kids, the kids, going to be something else.
2: Yeah, he's such a prospect for us, isn't he? So yes. good, we've got him.
1: Really is, really yeah. is good. Um, the, the last thing I want to talk about, anyway, was the the fun takeover rumours. Um, we kind of we've chat, touched on it and joked around it for a few weeks now, and I think it's time we discuss it. And there is a rumour that flew around couple of months back um i think it started over christmas that alphabet inc aka google want to buy tottenham okay now there were certain things that have to happen before any sort of offer or any kind of serious takeover bids become a reality none of them have happened Um, there have to be certain notifications which is how we all got alerted to that fund looking at the club a few years back if you remember Mm. Um, because in the city these alerts have to be sent out these kind of notifications Um, so the fact is that preliminary discussions haven't even happened this is a lot of people like you know talks have happened there's a verbal agreement none of that can happen you can't do that at this corporate level without making notifications and typically the minute that happens, it's leaked. <laughs> you yeah, know, it, yeah. it's out there. It's, it's gone. Um, so any idea that this happened, now I personally think it'd be wonderful. You know, one of the largest companies on the planet. What a great idea. You know, Google stadium, London, big thumbs up from me. Um, but I personally think this rumor has purely come from the fact that an image showing our stadium branded up as Google was leaked onto the internet a few months ago. Right. Um, there are about 50 of those <clears> made up and they were sent these models with the branding to about 50 of the biggest companies in the world by the club with a view to the naming rights.
2: Yeah, kind of this is what it could look like kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah this is what a partnership with us could look like. Um, so basically someone's just taken a picture of the Google one and put it out there and then it's to me anyway it's sprung it's huge this huge kind of theory um i would love it to be true i think all of us would i think most of us would like to think that at some point we'll get an owner that goes right here you go here's two billion go win everything uh however <laughs> do, do, do you know
2: all i'm thinking sam is if 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 it is what's the name of the company
1: uh, Alphabet Inc. is Danny Rose going to Google who they are? No, I was
2: going to say this: the stadium, if it, it's got Google on it, it just should say "googled" and underneath by Danny Rose. That nice. should be <laughs> that should be on the stadium, shouldn't it?
1: <laughs> and see, I I just think that the announcement could, you know, if Danny was still at the club. You could have Danny there at a computer. You know, the club <laughs> would like to announce a takeover by Alphabet Inc. And Danny's like, "Who are they?" It just goes be, to Google. It'd be perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah, even if we've sold him and it happens, bring him back just to do just, it. Just know, for that put him in his Just show. for that one thing. Yeah, give him a couple of grand, he'd do it. good boy. Do, does what he's told. <laughs> Harry Redknapp says he's terrific. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, that's everything I wanted to cover this week. Any anything else you want to go through?
2: I've got a couple of bits if you don't mind. Oh, far um, away. You might you might need your your uh, bleep machine because. Oh. I oh, know, it's only only because I. Do, it was something funny I saw the other day that that Judas. Oh said on TV did you see the the, the interview when the, the, no. the interviewer had to stop him because he was no he, he, he basically was talking so obviously he manages End, doesn't he, he and does. um, and after a game he's talking about the game and I think they lost 4-0 which really made me happy but they said uh, he's talking about it and he said oh yeah and um, the, you know the Southampton left back uh, and the interviewer says do you want to stop him he's like why is that and they went because he just calls your club Southampton and he was like did I so I mean this this is a guy who's Claims he's the biggest footballing brain in the world. Yeah. I can't yeah even, doesn't even know what his own team's called. Yeah.
1: <laughs> never, never gets a top job because he's black, apparently. You
2: fucking prick. No,
1: you never get a top oh, job because you're God. an
2: I, I struggled to watch it, but it did make me laugh seeing him do that.
1: No, I've uh, got to be honest. The minute anything of him appears, I switch off because <laughs> it just... I can't. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh mate, I, can't, st- unless, I can't. Unless unless this is death announcement, I don't want to see it.
2: <laughs> don't want to see it yeah no. and The other thing I was just going to touch on, mate, as well, and I know obviously we're coming to end the podcast, so I don't want to make it a yeah. long conversation, but um, yeah, no. it's, it, it's it's in, it's actually in the news at the moment, and it's quite quite funny how it worked as well because when we did the podcast last week, um, yeah. obviously did a bit of recording of of, of the game that I was with uh, uh, with the kids and with Vicky, uh, yeah, the Southampton game, and you could hear Seb. I think he was chanting. I was talking about him chanting, saying like "Yid army." Yeah. And yeah. when I played it afterwards, Vicky got really upset, and she was like, I, "I don't think you should be getting in teaching him to say this." And I was like, "No, but it's just it's in it's in the it's in the game." I mean, like I said, I, I understand the derogatory um, yeah. uh, meaning of it and where it's come from. And I, if it, if I, it makes
1: Vicky feel any better, my family are all. Jewish, yeah, um, from a Jewish ancestor, and I'm fine with
2: it. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I am I'm, I'm not Jewish, right? But I am kind of identifying as as a uh, you know you just identify as that, don't you? you yeah, know? you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's on the um, it's in the dictionary now, isn't it? It's, they, they it put is. It, they put it, and a, and the definition is uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah, it's it's a, you know, it's, a, yeah. it's a really difficult one for me because I understand both sides of the argument. I understand. Uh, you know, obviously David Bedell's popped his head up. Now it's 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 become a story again, yeah. and he's mentioned again how it was you know used, uh, yeah, massively. Yeah. Right. I understand that, and and I understand that we was called it, and and it's it's you know, it's a defence mechanism, defence mechanism. So yeah, and I see his point of view that you know you can't adopt it if you're not Jewish yourself. But I I, I was trying to in the end the two of us, Vicky and I, just agreed to disagree, and yeah. I was thinking I don't know sh- should I be t- should I be Teaching him to sing it, and it's really weird because in the stadium, it is it's such a prominent thing, and and, and I, I I don't know where to stand. I'm so confused with where to yeah, stand with I, it. You know, I
1: I gotta be honest with you. I I always bring this back to context, and I always bring this back to uh, for me. The definition of racism and the definition of things is how language is used. For Tottenham Hotspur fans singing "Yid Army," he's a yid. I am mean, you know, you know, anything like that is basically trying to use that in a complimentary meat way, an inclusive way, in a kind of we are all this, we are one. And don't forget the reason why our fan base, not just Jewish fans, but as an entire fan base, adopted it, is because the Jewish part of our fan base were being singled out and insulted with it. Right. So to stand with them our entire fan base became yiddos. Yeah, you know, if you're going to call him that, call me that. Mm. You know, it's that kind of togetherness and solidarity, and that's why the Oxford Dictionary has recognised it. That's why we, as a fan base, have fought to be allowed to continue to stand together to use that term. I am from a family of Jewish roots, actually, from a Jewish family from North London. In fact, if you trace me back, uh, we ran a jewellery shop. Talk about stereotypical by the way, <laughs> uh, you know, Diamond <laughs> Diamond Exchange, North London, and yeah, you know, so my family have come all the way down that. I'm not a practicing Jew myself, however, still plenty in the family, all Tottenham fans, and their take on it is, is if someone in the street calls me a damn dirty yid, they're being racist. Mm. <laughs> they are using that word in a context to be insulting to me of my race if I'm walking to the Spurs game and a fellow Spurs fan goes, you know, they're being inclusive. They're talking to me as a fellow Spurs fan. That is not being racist towards me. That is not, not normalizing racism. That is in essence <laughs> being inclusive and being me and you were the same. Yeah, yeah. Me and you were together. And that is the key difference to me. And I completely understand David Deil's point of view. I don't agree with him but I do completely understand where he's coming from. But at the same time, and I do say this with the greatest love and respect in the world, he supports Chelsea Football Club, who have got an entire history of quite horrible racism that continues to this day. Mate, they still hiss. And they still
2: hiss at games. They I do. Know, I know. Yeah. And
1: if David Bedell was a Tottenham fan, you know, just through whatever circumstance, he was a Tottenham fan, not a Chelsea fan, I guarantee you wouldn't have the same opinion. Mm-hmm. And and that's, that's the difference. And that's, that's the thing. But, you know, I'm respectful of anybody who's. And I do get it. I do get the argument that by us using it, it normalises it. And therefore, other people think they can use it and that they can say it. I do get that point of view. But I also think people need to understand the history. People need to understand that the reason why Tottenham fans use it is because parts of our fan base were being singled out. And we weren't going to stand for that. We are one. Yeah.
2: No, I like that, mate. I do like that. You made there me you feel go. better. You made me feel better, sir.
1: Good. That's all right, then. I'm... <laughs> well, you know, that's my aim. Uh, but, mate, yeah. Um, well, whoa, what a podcast. We went heavy hitting this week.
2: Well, do you know, seeing oh. as we've got the winter break, I was thinking, what are we going
1: to talk about for an hour? But we've done all right, haven't we? <laughs> Didn't we? Didn't we ever, yeah. The Delhi incident, talking about the Euro chant. You mentioned that so bastard anyway <laughs> all right um mate i will speak to you next week hopefully to celebrate a crushing victory of Aston villa uh but until next week you take care yeah you too take care mate
0: thank you for listening to the spurs news podcast Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do.